Welcome to Cancelled. We are back. Uh, recording from the Chris Cuba Studios, which is the living room of my house, because we're not at the Comedy Club. Uh, we are up to episodes three and four of American Gothic. Uh, nice enough to drag herself out of bed this morning. To join me is Sarah June. How you Hello. doing? Doing well. Doing pretty little, good. A little rough. A little rough. A little rough. We both Long night. were at the Comedy Club last night, and then went to the bar afterwards, and you know. I had a sort of a tense ride back with Dave where I was like, I better not throw up in his car. I better. I mean, you never want to throw up in someone's car, but especially not when they're basically living in it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's just on, on tour the road. For, for another like two or three weeks. Yeah, and I was the like, last I thing. really can't throw up in this guy's car. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's really. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't. That's I did all not. That matters. You made I didn't throw safe. up at all, in fact. Good for you. Sometimes you. I find it helpful. I didn't hit it that hard last night. I punched out at like 1.30. I felt yeah. pretty good about that. That was good. It was very it was responsible. A smart move on my behalf. That being said, I came home and ate like two hot dogs and some ice cream, like a pregnant woman, <laughs> like a like a sitcom pregnant woman. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I'm feeling all right this morning. Woke up, watched some American Gothic. We're yes. doing all right. Um, let's jump into it. Episode yeah. three. All right. I feel like it's like settling into a thing into what it's gonna what this show is gonna yeah. be, which is like sort of. Episodic, like mm-hmm. what I would say when we watch X Files, like Monster of the Week episodes. Exactly, but the monsters are the people in or the just town. Just the people in the town, and the monsters exclusively just Sheriff Buck right. for the most part. Um, but and it, then like with a little bit of Caleb Lucas, sort of either backstory right. or or something going on. That's starting to get a little repetitious. It is like the the, the Caleb stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in probably episode five. I feel like we're like, like, all right, like yeah, we get this. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I liked this episode. Um, Which one is this again? Is this, is, this oh, I is like this one a lot. The mirror, yeah, and, uh, the enchanted mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, guest star uh, and, and Nabushi Wright. Nabushi Wright. Uh, she was in like she had a little bit of a career going for a yeah. while, and then she was in like she made went from TV to movie. She was in like Blade and Ooh. a couple of things, and now she's just in like the worst mm. like. What would be a black play, but now it's easier to shoot a movie. Okay, so it's like there's one on our IMDb I saw called like he say she say, but what do God say? And it's like oh, oh god damn, oh no, yeah yeah yeah. It's like black Kirk Hammer movies. It's real bad. <laughs> uh, uh, but I liked her in this. I thought she was good. What would what would okay? This also I know I we were talking about Thirty Rock last night, and that makes me think of uh, there's a point in Thirty Rock where Tracy Jordan says that he was in a black version of an affair to remember called oh. a Blaffair to remember black. <laughs> yeah. So like, what would be the black version of uh, Heaven is for Real? <laughs> I need you to say it. I don't know. I, I don't even it. know what Heaven is. Oh, is that the one Heaven where Heaven is uh, for Real is like the one with the kid where he sees? Oh, he, he sees. I think God it's like a documentary. I'm making a lot of air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a kid who like almost died or he died. Oh, and he sees died. God. But then he, it turned out he faked it or whatever, right? Right. Then he, it didn't even the kid come out and be like, yeah, I made all yeah, that shit yeah, up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a I child. I don't know what it would be called. Uh, you have one. You got one in your head and you don't want to say feel, it? I just feel like it's, heaven is for real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Uh, that really made me laugh. Yes, that's exactly what it would be. Cool. Well played. Um, Very glad that went over well. Yeah, no, that was fucking fantastic. You're fine. Uh, this, we see Sheriff. I, there's a moment here that I enjoy because we see Sheriff Buck and Caleb driving in the car. Yeah. And they don't reveal right away that the cousin is in the car with them. It's yeah. like a pan over. And that mm. moment, I was like, God damn it. What, Caleb, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Yeah. stop hanging out with the sheriff. Yeah, it's not like, good. I was like, why did your cousin let you get in a car with the sheriff? And then it turns out she's there. So it's like not, not so fucking weird. Right. Um, it's a lot of these fucking stylistically. They're really hitting these cuts real hard. Oh man, these flashes and this is fire where it really starts. Just like these flameouts constantly crossfading over the screen yeah, all the time, and then and a like, lot of Gary Cole eyes, like close up on Gary Cole eyes. Can we talk a about the the intro, like the theme yeah, yeah. song? I guess whatever you would call that. Which there's no words, and it starts out kind of. Slow and country-ish, mm. like, yeah. like slow-paced. You're in the South, and then and it's and it's shots of the town, um, 
and then it gets really fast and scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole I think the whole thing is a setup like you're in a small town right. idyllic thing. But on, it's on, scary. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, I think it's fine for what it is. It's it, that, that font is unacceptable. The font is terrible. The, uh, the 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 transition in the music to me is like uh, a, wait what? Yeah, it just, yeah. It's, not, it's about as smooth as jarring. me just saying it. Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like it should have a theme song where somebody explains the premise of the show to you. You know. Like how, um, what's the, the Tom Hanks, the odd, cu- odd couple, what is it? Oh, Bosom Buddies. Buddies. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where it's like, they explain who they are and how they know each other. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a very 80s His thing. dad is his sheriff and like, <laughs> Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's maybe what, the devil. If it was the 80s, that would be 100% what yeah. your credit was. That was always what it would be. It would be like, two guys, the best friends, yeah. they live in a house and they're making money or whatever yeah. the fucking theme song so this is be. not even a premise. You didn't need to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. Um... I've there's a moment so the setup for this episode is that um Lucas that there's gonna be a custody hearing about who mm-hmm. should get temporary custody of Caleb until they can figure out what to do with him on a permanent basis. Because child services is very slow apparently. Uh, everything's, very everything's slow. a little slow in the South. We're in South Carolina. Uh-huh. Right. Now Lucas is going uh Lucas Black uh, Buck is going around and trying to get people to vote the sheriff. He's trying to get people to vote his way, essentially. Right. So, like, people that are going to be at the hearing, which is basically, like, the judge. Right. And then he's trying to get character witnesses because it's basically between him, uh, Gail, the, the cousin, cousin, and, and the, the doctor, doctor for no fucking reason doesn't whatsoever. doesn't really want to take care of him. Doesn't but also, the kid isn't related to the kid at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. There's a thing in in the in the first episode, I think, where you know the sheriff is like, "You don't, you're not his dad or whatever," and then he's like, "Well, the law says that like when there's no next to kin, then custody goes to the doctor." And I'm like, "That what? doesn't seem no, right. That no, that's seem that's right what social workers are for. Yeah, yeah, that's what the state. There's people. And that now he's got now he's got next of kin that's shown up. Right. So why are we even having a hearing? Like, yeah, none of it makes any sense. And the argument that. Later on, when we eventually get to the hearing, and the judge is making his arguments, like he's talking to the cousin, he's mm-hmm. talking to the doctor. Uh, there's a cup. There's a thing with yeah. the anesthesiologist, which we'll get to in a minute. But the judge says, like, "Well, the reporter, we're not going to give him to you because you work long hours or whatever. Like you're not, or like you're just too young or something to look after a kid. Right. We're not going to give it to the doctor because you work. You're you're never home or whatever, and somebody yeah. needs to pay attention to the kid full time." Um, and then, so the sheriff is like, oh, well, then it's going to be me. And I'm like, no, like, you are the never home. The sheriff is constantly working. All you He's do is He's always driving around, staring at people and making <laughs> yeah, ravens making, fly like, off of branches. And and, yeah, uh. um, so, the, so the setup is he wants to convince people to vote for him and also undermine the other two, the, the, mm-hmm. the doctor and whatnot. So he goes behind his back, the doctor's back, to the anesthesiologist. To he te- supernaturally fucks up an operation that they're doing, which is that, like, he changes the guide chart. So, like, they're they're in the middle of an operation, and this guy starts having a seizure that they're operating on, uh, and then uh, the anesthesiologist gets blamed because he gave him the regular kind of anesthesia, but if the guy has epilepsy, which he does, then you're supposed to give him a different kind. The anesthesiologist is like, well, he didn't have epilepsy. Like, it wasn't on his chart. And they look at the chart again, and now it says he has epilepsy. And so... My favorite part of all this is that Sheriff Buck is like... Uh, does anyone want to tell me the proper dosage of anesthesiology for a man with epilepsy or whatever? As if the fucking sheriff just... I yeah. get that he's supernatural or whatever, but no one questions the fact no that question he's that. fucking an expert in anesthesia yeah. all of a sudden. Uh, so he, the, he's kind of holding this over the, anesthe- yeah. over the anesthesiologist's head and c- to get him to say bad shit about the doctor. Right, he's blackmailing him in that way. Thing. Uh, then we go to the black church. We go to the black church, and what starts in this episode and proceeds through the next four that I've watched, and it's increasing at a rate that I fucking love, and it's never going to get old for me, I love it every time it happens, is Gary Cole suddenly appearing behind (laughs) whoever is in this. (laughs) He is constantly just like, there's a guy looking off in the camera, and then the camera shifts to the right, and Gary Cole is over his shoulder going, well, hey there. Somebody walks into a room, they're alone, suddenly a hand on their shoulder, it's Gary Cole. (laughs) Yeah, very often in a way that he couldn't possibly. Yeah, like they would have. You would have walked. Like he'll somebody will walk into a room, turn around to the way they face the way they came, and then Gary Cole's behind them. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. would have seen him. You right. were looking directly where he would have been right standing. Right where he was. Yeah, I love it. It never. It just. I love every <laughs> really every time. It. it happens here in the church. They're sitting in the pews. 
It's the anesthesiologist whose name is uh, Dr. True Love. No, Some... True Lane. True Lane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's him and his wife. And they're at this. I loved this scene because it was so fucking weird. Like, it's super weird. It opens and it shows the you know the church sign and it says, The Devil's Funeral. Already I'm in. Yeah. I'm fucking in the Devil's Funeral. <laughs> That's great. And so then they go in and it's basically like a service. There's a, there's a gospel choir, which is awesome. Uh, there's this, it's a service for kids, basically. Like, right. it's, it's clearly like, I mean, the guy says like, honey, it's, it's for, for kids. She's for like, kids, yeah. but it's like a funeral. There's a casket and, and you see kids looking inside, but you don't see what's inside. No, no, and no. then, uh, you know, the doctor or the anesthesiologist and his wife are talking and then she's like, don't you want to come up and see what's inside the casket? He was like, it's baby, it's for kids. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. well, I'm going to go. I'm going. Yeah. And then she goes and there's a mirror <laughs> inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. devil is <laughs> you. I was like, I love this. This is so ham fisted. I oh. love it so much. The mu- and then like he the appears so- behind her in the, the mirror. mirror. It's so good. And then she turns around and Supernaturally, though, because he's not there. Yeah. He's still back he's behind still talking, the, to, yeah. talking to the husband. Um, the song that that choir is singing is super weird, yeah. too. It's just it like, is. you're gonna die. Yeah. And then, like, like the preacher has the biggest smile on his face. I don't know yeah. if you noticed. The, they're singing it's about, weird. like, death and the devil. Yeah. And the preacher's like... They're like, the dev- you're gonna die. The devil's gonna get your soul. You're yeah. going to hell. Yeah. And, like, I don't even... What... What's the? What are you teaching the kids here? Like, what is the, even the message of the devil's funeral? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Uh, what I, I also enjoy though, so like the Buck is telling him, like trying to tell him, you know, I hope I can count on your vote or whatever. Right to, to talk shit about the doctor at this custody right. hearing, and he's not, he's not having it. And yeah, the, the, the anesthesiologist is like, get out of here. He tells him talking in church is a sin, which I'm pretty sure it's not. I don't think that's. I, I, I'm not a church guy, but that yeah. doesn't sound right. Uh, um, there's a great also again another thing of how the fuck big is this town. How far away is that church? Yeah. They drive forever. They drive a really long time. Yeah. So after that, there's a scene where they're driving, the anesthesiologist and his wife are driving home from church, and they drive for a long, <laughs> a long fucking time. A long time. There's multiple cuts, like time jumps in this drive. At one point, they're like arguing a little bit about Buck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, he seems like a nice guy. He's got right. a nice smile or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Says. And then he's like, oh, you notice his, his smile. <laughs> and he's like, come on, man. And a fucking crow or a raven, whatever yeah. his bird is, flies into the windshield of their car and it's, almost causes them to Buck's crash. It's Buck's animal. It's his familiar. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, yeah. because, and in another fucking great fucking turnaround there he is moment, they are in the middle of nowhere. There are multiple shots of that car driving where there's nothing for it's miles in either direction, yeah. right? They crash into the like the side of the road, get out of the car, bam! Cole's like, oh, looks like right you can use help. He's standing right fucking there. I love it. I love it so much. It's such classic horror yeah. goofiness, and they're playing it like picture perfect for me. I love it so much. Also, uh, in a more personal note, when I was in elementary school, a girl I knew's mom died because an owl flew into her windshield of her what? car. Uh, Did yeah. it go through the windshield? Crashed it in the windshield. I mean, owls are fucking big yeah, animals. Yeah. Crashed through the windshield, caused a car accident. She fucking died. Oh my god! So that shit like doesn't need a yeah that's doesn't real. need a devil to do that. Right. To you. It'll happen. Also, whatever. I like, was not friends with her. Birds are dumb. It's a long time ago. I don't care. But that being said, this is nuts though. It's, it's like weird. A fucking owl. Yeah, and also kids were awful. Like, kids started hooting at that girl. Kids are monsters. oh my god. Uh, um. Uh, <laughs> there's also. Like, here's the thing I love that totally every, like, there isn't a moment where they're not trying to make the show feel creepy. Yeah. Even, like, show and tell at that elementary school is fucking creepy as well. Everything's Uh, creepy. There's so many fucking dolls. Like, Merlin (laughs) had a doll that she clutched all the time and, like... There's a lot of oh, and then is this the episode where he goes to a random lady's house? Yeah, he leaves school at lunch. At lunch, because all he's got is hospital food, which is three things of applesauce, very sad, and like a thing of tapioca. Yeah, he's like, "God, man, hospital food's the worst." He he just like he walks. His his friend abandons him. His friends, yeah, he's like his friends. They have a conversation, and now one thing I do like, and it'll be more progressively throughout these episodes. He's starting to have a buddy. He's yeah. having like a little sidekicky like guy, yeah. And it's good story wise because like there there I, there isn't really fear of anything too bad happening to Caleb. He's right. the main character; they're not, not a, killing yeah. him off, right? right? So there's no even when it's like I'm supposed to be afraid for him, I'm not. Yeah. You put another kid into that mix, that kid could die at any yeah. time. Yeah, and that yeah, adds yeah. A little bit to me. That kid looks like pretty wimpy. Yeah, for also. sure. Uh, he t- they're talking about where he, like uh, Caleb's gonna stay, and Caleb's yeah. like, oh, maybe I can stay at your place in the family. And he's like, I don't think my parents would like that yeah, much. Yeah. Your daddy was a piece of shit. Or yeah, whatever yeah, he says. basically. Uh-huh. And he, Caleb's like, you know how my house 
burnt down. I burnt it down. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love moment. that because it's like that's a thing a kid would do. Oh, it's yeah, like, sure. hey, oh, yeah, hey, well, be- fuck me. Well, <laughs> fuck you. I burned a house. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but that's when he leaves. He like goes to the fence. He sees mm-hmm. Merlene, uh, Merlin, whatever fucking name is. She kind of lures him over to a, fence, a random lady's na- house. Well, just, just into the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And then he kind of randomly goes to that house. I don't even think he's following Merlene anymore. He just walks I into that house. I think she disappears, house. yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of like African masks. It's like a voodoo lady's house. Like she's vaguely voodoo She's definitely the magical Negro of right, this yes. show. The like positive force. Yeah. Which I thought was going to be way more. Like more of a you thing, be more but a thing. she's gone. Like she's gone she, I, I've watched, she hasn't been back. And since it's so episode. not necessary. Like what happens at her house is really didn't need to be. You know, like it doesn't really affect the story. Like basically, it, he it, just, it does because that's why he ends up where he ends up in the custody hearing is because of that house. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. That so, makes sense. So he shows up. Yeah, and she, yeah, yeah. He's like looking around this house, and then it's like straight up she's got like a weird head wrap right she's got a wrapped hair, and she's like she's yeah. d- doing some herb chopping, and yeah, you, yeah, what yeah. herbs are they? You know. Uh, and she's like, "Go, don't touch that doll or whatever." Oh yeah, he, there's, he goes, a there's a creepy doll, creepy doll sitting, sitting in, in a, a rocking chair. chair, looking out the window. It's so creepy, and its eyes are blank, yeah, like yeah, its eyes like have been painted over or, or closed or something. And she's like, "Don't touch it." And then she's like, "Everything in this house is the spirits of my dead ancestors." And he's like, <laughs> "Okay." And then she's like, "Sometimes there's ghosts, and that's cool." And he's like, "All right, I feel better about ghosts." You yeah, because he asks, "Like, have you ever seen a ghost?" Yeah. And she's like, "Have you ever seen a ghost?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Maybe." And he, she goes, "Well, maybe I have too." Like, fucking really it's weird pretty, exchange. Yeah. Um, but she, they make some, like, she tells him, like, you know, uh, you're a really good helper. Like, mm-hmm. she, he's helping around the house a little bit. Here's a weird thing for me. Uh, nobody seems to give a fuck that this kid, they know the kid's not in school. At one point, she goes, oh, why aren't you in school? And he goes, it's lunch. You don't get to do that in elementary school. You don't get school. to leave school at lunch. And she doesn't, she definitely has the attitude of, like, I, I was expecting you. Like, that's, it's, it's the most magical thing about her, I think, is that when he shows up, she acts like it's totally normal. Right. And not even in a way where, like, it's an adult trying to make a kid feel comfortable. It's really just, like, she's like, mm, welcome, I knew you would be here. Like, yeah, that kind of weird, yeah, yeah. I'm a psychic. Um, they make some soup, and she tells him to do me a favor, take us, well, she has the worst line, where she's like, I think you had the magic ingredient. And he's like, oh, what's the missing ingredient? And he goes, oh, what was that? And she goes, compassion. Which is <laughs> terrible. Um, but she tells him to make, but it actually does, now that I say that out loud, factor into what happens with that storyline. We can wrap up that storyline pretty quick. There's a lot of other right. shit happening yeah, that yeah. I enjoy and we'll get to. But she tells him, hey, take this bowl of soup. You know that big house over on Jackson mm-hmm. Street? Bring this big white house. Mm-hmm. Bring this bowl of soup over there. As he's walking over there, he runs into his cousin. Like his cousin's yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. hey, Caleb, how are you?" Yeah. She makes no she effort care to, that he's not, not in, school. in school either. She's like, he's like, Middle "Oh, I'm delivering soup. I made some soup." And she's like, "Oh, great." Oh, that sounds normal for later. a child who doesn't even have a home to <laughs> yeah. do. Why <laughs> making soup at in the first? I'm place? glad that she, you know, yeah, she shouldn't get custody of him. She's not that good at taking. No, care she's a bad. Of him. No one should have custody. She's of him. Not a good caretaker. Everyone's bad. Uh, he delivers some soup. We'll find out later who he delivers it to. Meanwhile, and this is sort of the main crux of this episode, uh, the anesthesiologist's wife are getting or It's not even his wife. They've, ju- his they've just been married. They've just no, no, been married? No, they're newlyweds. They're yeah. newlyweds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's why they're having all these presents. They, right. There's all these presents. They're still receiving delivered. wedding presents. That's how newlyweds are. Uh, this, this was a really weird exchange for me because he comes home on his lunch to get like lunch or, or comes home on break to get lunch. Right, right, right. And uh, she tell and she's like, oh, I didn't have a chance to make anything. He's like, fine, I'll, I'll just nuke something. That doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. And she's like, wait, we got to op- let's open this present. We all we agreed we would open all the presents together. Yeah. He's like, sweetie, I don't have time. I got to eat before I get back. And she's like, oh, but what if we don't open a present together? Then it'll ruin it. Then it's like, just unwrap the fucking present. Yeah, it's, just stop it's talking. It's literally fifteen seconds. Yeah. it would take no time. Yeah, it's such a weird. It takes way more time to argue, argue about, about it opening than, this present. Yeah. They open a present and it's a mirror. Um. That she it's been, actually it's the mirror that was in the casket. Was the it? Devil's I didn't funeral. catch yeah. that. Okay. Well, it's um the one that was in the casket like wasn't on a stand, but it's uh, it's it looks very very similar. Okay, I'll buy not that. the same one. That makes sense. Yeah, they would do that. Um, at which at which point she is immediately <laughs> enchanted enchanted by this mirror. Like she looks in it for a second and like her eyes go wonky. Yeah, and, and she, she just goes like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because what this mirror, the magic in this mirror is, it makes you horny as hell. <laughs> That's apparently all it is. But only, I think it makes her, it's kind of an, a it makes her horny her, for her husband? It's no, not it even, makes her horny for her husband and for herself because then she's staring in it constantly, like caressing herself <laughs> and like messing with her hair. 
and then he you know like the next day or something he comes home and he's like honey you're still looking in that mirror like he he doesn't act like it's that weird he's just like look we got to get rid of this mirror i'm like yeah but he doesn't be like baby what's wrong with you yeah 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 because she at one point he goes like i gotta go to the hospital i gotta get to the hospital to prep so and so the old lady for Mm -hmm. surgery tomorrow she's like fuck that old lady (laughs) and fuck me and like she grabs him and he's like whoa sweetie what's the whole on and then she drags him over to the mirror and starts looking at herself (laughs) while he's kind of like rubbing on her and then he's like wait a second this is weird (laughs) it's so strange he confronts buck about it too and buck's like you know a lot of husbands wouldn't think this is that much of a problem he basically is like what are you gay yeah (laughs) kind of um there's a moment too where he goes to the judge that's going to be in which and this is just it's not important but it made me laugh really hard he goes to the judge who is going to be presiding over the, the custody hearing yeah. to like be like, you know, I helped you in the past and right. now it's time to do my favor. Remember how everybody owes me favors, favors and this is yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a bunch of contributions to your reelection campaign mm-hmm. and yada, yada. He's spraying tomatoes. spraying tomatoes. He's gardening and he talks to him about gardening. It's a hobby for me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I like watching him come from a seed to a whatever. Yeah. They go to sit down to have this conversation and I, it's, it's clearly just a bit of art like set decorating but on the table is just a pitcher of lemonade and a plate of tomatoes and i laughed so hard i just <laughs> loved the idea oh sit down for a classic south carolina snack of fresh squeezed lemonade and a ripe tomato i didn't even well here's the thing they really try and work the devil aspect there because because yeah. uh you know so the judge is spraying cole comes up behind him as yeah, 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 always, always. just goes that stuff will kill you. And then the judge is like, oh, no, well, I heard this pesticide is, like, safe or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I meant the tomatoes. You know, people used to call them poison, poison apples. apples or whatever. That's not true. <laughs> I can't imagine that's true. It doesn't it's make not any sense. People used to call them, uh, like, you know, different things. But sure. poison apples, apples was never one, one of them. It's like, okay, we're bringing apples into this. Why can't he just have an apple tree? I don't know. It's all yeah. stupid. <laughs> it would make way more sense to have, like, a, you know, a plate of apples has way more potent symbolism than a plate of tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it it's real goofy. Yeah. Um, also, he's not spraying very well. He's not spraying yeah. the undersides of the leaves, and that's honestly <laughs> half the job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And whatever. It's just a bit of action it's for him stupid. to be doing something as opposed to just standing right. and talking. Uh the, the the anesthesiologist finally snaps because his wife's too horny. And he's like, we got to get rid of this mirror. And he smashes, he smashes the mirror it. to bits. At then, which point, magically, the wife's eye disappears. It looks, yeah. Like, it, I guess we're supposed to, it's supposed to be that he thinks when he smashed the mirror that glass hit her in right. the face. But the wound but, does not look like, she's not bleeding. Uh, no, she's not bleeding. It There's looks no like cut. somebody snatched Sucked an the eye, eye out of, of her face. Yeah. And like the the... There's it's an scar tissue around it. Yeah. It's like already healed. Yeah. It's real weird. But it all, it's all like it's gaping around the hole so that it looks like an asshole on her face. Like <laughs> it really does. Her face it looks just puckered. a giant asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's my problem with that, which is it's fine. Like the magicalness of it. Yeah, I get it. Works. It. it works. It's creepy looking. Yeah. All that's fine. I one don't buy that he would think the glass hit her because it was nowhere near right. her. Yeah, and two, he's a fucking doctor. He yeah. knows what cuts look like. Like yeah. that's not that, but whatever. But I think like, the thing is, I think he knows. Yeah, you know, he does know, and he knows. Like he seems very, very quick to be like, "This mirror is enchanted." Uh, what happened to her was about, like he he doesn't try and explain it away. That's what right. was interesting to me about this is he doesn't try and find a logical explanation. Like I think he knows that Buck. That's is, some magic shit going on, right? Yeah, because he and the, then he starts being like, "All right, man, like I'll do whatever the fuck." Like particularly just like the there's, curse. There's a bit where like earlier when when he confronts Buck about it, and Buck's like, "Well, what's your problem?" Yeah, yeah. Buck flat out, he doesn't just flat out say, yeah, I'm magic, that's a magic mirror. Yeah. But he might as well. Yeah. He makes, like, yeah, I, I, I sent you it. that mirror and it's what's causing your wife to act weird. Yeah, it's yeah, essentially yeah. what he says. So he's really kind of being up, very upfront in this episode about yeah. having magical powers. Yeah. Um, we get to the, we finally get to the, uh, uh, the hearing. And boy, is the hearing something else. First off, the hearing it's is just a, it's just a meeting in the judge's office. Right. There's no. It's not in a courtroom. It feels very informal. There's like, no one else. That, yeah, it feels very informal for something that's yeah. That's something that is like deciding the fate of a child. Right. Like, there should be. There's some, nobody there being there's a no, witness. There's, there's no, no like paperwork. court reporter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a literally. It's just them, a bunch of people. Yeah. A bunch of people in an office. He's uh, Caleb's there. They ask Caleb, "Who do you want to stay with?" And Caleb's, "I guess I want to stay with Doctor Matt or yeah. whatever." Um. 
he ha- he talks to the the reporter and like there's a bit there is a bit we missed where um, they're gonna do show and tell. He doesn't want to do show and tell. The cousin shows up in that moment oh, yeah, at yeah. class, and the school teacher, the sexy school teacher, the sexy school teacher, who I am so tired of she's as an actress so, and a character, too, is that not she's, interested. And she's becoming teacher. more prominent, and she's also becoming more bored. Yeah, like, she's <laughs> featured more, but as a as a character who's like, I'm bored. Let's do some evil. And it's like I'm fucking bored watching <laughs> yeah. you. Like, why are you on screen complaining about being bored? A hundred percent. So she convinced. She's like, oh, come tell the kids what it's like to be a big city reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, for some reason, decides to talk to them about true crime about, cause she's a crime reporter and she starts talking about like how she fucking stayed undercover in a crack house well, and yada, just yada. Lie, man. They're, they're children. They're this 10 years old. inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, and at the meeting, this falls back because the teacher's like, uh, the teacher's, the, for some reason, the teacher's yeah, there. Yeah, why is the teacher there? Well, no, I guess she's I his guess teacher, but still, like, the principal should be there. So, I don't know. It doesn't fucking make sense. Um, he, she tells, she's like, oh. She was great with the children. They loved hearing all the stories about how she stayed undercover for two weeks yeah, in a crack yeah, house. Yeah. Like she's go like making yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know letting out that information that she's maybe not the best choice, and she's not. She's she should really not, not be looking after no, her child. She's not a good caretaker. Um, they asked Doctor Matt, which is now calling back to the previous to like I think the first episode. Buck starts bringing up Doctor Matt's yeah. alcoholism. Which is, and then this is where we find out that he is no longer an alcoholic. Yes, he's Finally, we find right. this out, and that his uh, his wife and child died in a car accident while he was driving. While well, he was drunk driving, or as uh, Buck puts it, had one too many Chablis, oh, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Chablis or martinis? Yeah, yeah. Like, those aren't the same thing. <laughs> no, they're and, very different. Wha- and also, is he a seventy year old Jewish lady yeah. who's drinking Chablis? I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, but he gets this information out by questioning the anesthesiologist, who doesn't really. He's not, he's still even after everything that's happened on the wife is like I don't know what you're talking about. Talk he's shit. trying to protect yeah. Matt, uh, but he gets it out because I guess it's some function. He told Matt had told him about his drinking problem mm-hmm. in the past, and uh, he while he, he doesn't lie, he like, won't lie. The, so the, the, the question is being asked. Lie. He yeah. won't lie, but he's not volunteering the information. Right. Uh, the doctor or uh, the judge. We find out he he's like, okay, well, you're not going to go to the cousin. You're not going to go to the doctor because both of those are fucking ridiculous yeah. choices. And Buck's all like, oh, well, I guess it's, I'm the only one left. Mm. He's like, do you know Miss African whatever the fuck? He's going <laughs> to – the woman who he randomly walked into – And met that day. Met that day, randomly walked into her house and made soup once mm-hmm. is going to be her care his caretaker now. Okay, sure. Be- yeah. And uh, – Makes as much sense as anything else in this town. Sure. Uh, he's like she looks after she runs a boarding house. Apparently, she looks after other kids, which we find out later when we we see the boarding house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess like they never set that up, but it's, once it's kind explained, of a foster it kind of works. home. Person. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of a foster home thing though. What yeah. she's doing, they leave. Everybody leaves. Buck's pissed. They're like, what the hell yeah. is this? Uh, you you know, like I, I'm gonna kill you or whatever. Mm. Essentially, and the judge says, no, prostate cancer is gonna kill me. I've been dying this whole time. And uh, a, a friend of mine made me a bowl of soup the other day, and I haven't felt this good in years or whatever. The magical soup is what got her yeah. possession of Caleb. It's got I, compassion in it. It's got compassion in it. That's what, what makes you feel better. I don't think we see her again even in that episode. They go no. back to the fucking boarding yeah. house. And she's not there. She's not there. It's just a bunch of a couple of kids. And, there's and in apparently, the next three episodes, we, we're at the boarding house kind of a lot. Uh, like it's, it looks like Gail starts staying there too. With the amount that, that she's well, there. There's a thing that we're missing. There's apparently there was a talk of a mystery get boarder staying at the, mm-hmm. the boarding house. It's Dr. Matt. Dr. Matt's staying Dr. at Matt the boarding house. Boarding so house. Yeah. everybody's happy. Yeah. Um, they're eating cake. He's around. But she's not the woman who's in charge the woman of Caleb. Who owns the house is not there. I have and not yeah, seen it's supposed since. to be making the decisions for Caleb. Yeah, haven't seen her once. Uh, that being said, I really like this episode. I did All too. the shit with the mirror, like it seems like we're there is, and it's gonna be inherent in a show like this. Mm-hmm. Some logical fallacies, yeah. right? It's just what it's gonna be. It's called suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and as such, they do a really good job with this. They do. Like I, it just feels real creepy. Everything like. There are still, like, for the good, like, there's moments where, like, oh, everything's creepy, but then, oh, everything's going to be all right for Caleb. Yeah, yeah. Those moments are starting to come a little too much. A little much. Like, there's a lot of, uh, we'll uh, Merlin shows up, and she kind of gives him a moral, 
and then that that's seems how to be the series what the ends, or the not the series, but the, the episodes. Yeah, it's like she's his angel, and Buck is his devil, and she sort of Buck tells him soul. what to do all the time, yeah, but yeah. Merlin never tells him what to do. Just she just kind of chides him. him, or like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But lets his, him figure it out on his own, right? And like he can tell when she's disapproving of the choice mm. that he makes, and when she's approving. But what's weird is that he he still doesn't know that Buck killed her, right? Nope, because she doesn't tell him. No, she definitely she can't does tell not. him. Absolutely not. And he doesn't know he know, but he does know he doesn't know that Buck is his dad. Is his dad and raped his mom? Yes, and, but but he it, still talks to the guy. Talks to the guy all the time, and it never it comes up that up. their dad, yeah. like yeah. that is his dad. It's weird. Uh, episode four, yeah. is fucking something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, visually one of my favorite episodes. Awesome, right? Story wise. Really uncomfortable. Super Very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I, this is the Cape Fear episode of this show. Um, so we open on a scrapyard. Yes. Which like is a, owned by a family. Right. Uh, and, uh, and there's a weird... And, uh, Caleb and his friend, his little buddy, they're playing in it. They're playing in the crowd. And there's a couple... There's like one other kid who's just sort of a random mm. extra kid. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing. They're running around the junk and stuff. Yeah. Maybe smashing windows. Uh, there's a... A weird voiceover song. It's like a like a lullaby that is set, sung in the beginning, and then later on at the very end, it comes back. I don't where it's about um, Mr. Putin lost his head, or not Putin, but like whatever the the bad guy that comes back at the, in this episode, Puppin uh, or something like that. Um, it, it's okay. not, it's sung over, and it's like Mr. Puppin lost his head. Saw the two of them in bed. Oh blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And it's a lullaby, which doesn't make any sense at first. Right, but we'll come yeah. to find out what it means. Uh, we also to, never see anyone singing it, right? No, it's, it's just, just it's a just, voiceover. It's just it's just in voiceover for sure. Um, they the the father inside the house hears the kids playing mm-hmm. in the yard, goes to chase them out of the yard. Um, and wouldn't you know it, over the shoulder, Ooh. Gary Cole's here. Oh my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where'd you come from, buddy? Um, I live inside you. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking. He's like, oh, we got to. Uh, he says, we got to. I got to take the doors off these old refrigerators. There's a ton of like, it's a junkyard. So there's cars. There's old refrigerators. Yeah, there's like a bus. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's like we got to take the doors off these refrigerators because you don't want a kid getting trapped in them or whatever. And Gary Cole uh, like alludes to some situation in the past where he helped. Him out. The guy, the the owner of the junkyard. His name is Carter. So he was like, he gave him some money or something. I feel like no, it's, one of it's those. not even. It's he helped him in that situation with that girl. It's very. It's like he he alludes to a, some sort of indiscretion that right. he helped cover up. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, I told you when I did, oh, I was gonna yeah. need. You're gonna need a you. You know, one of those like. Sometime I'm gonna ask you for a favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, here's a favor. He's like, I need somebody in the office. I need a new office girl to run errands and file papers coffee, or whatever. Blah, blah. And he's like, what? How old's your daughter? And uh, the daughter Penny's. Like, oh, she just turned fifteen. Yeah. And he's like, oh well, shit. He needs like you need to be sixteen to work. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, well, so-and-so has a 16-year-old daughter, way immediately re- yeah. ready to yeah, get yeah, yeah, his yeah, friend's yeah. kid immediately. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got a parental consent form right here. You can sign it, and yeah. you, the kid can work. Uh, but he clearly is very uncomfortable with yeah. the daughter working for Lucas, as well he should be, because yeah. it's, he's the devil. He's uh, definitely uh, Satan. He's literally Satan. There is some fucking creepy shit. Go- so, so that's the setup. He tells him he's got till midnight. To tomorrow. Tomorrow to sign those papers. Um, the other storyline that's going on is Caleb. So boring. Is in the Caleb, most boring storyline. It is, but it has my favorite line in the world. Uh, so Caleb is there's a science fair at school. Yeah, and everybody he wants has to do to, a project on, on weather. weather. On weather, and then weather. <laughs> they, well, first of all, she's going through the class. This is where my favorite line comes mm-hmm. up. She's going through and she's asking everybody what their right. subjects is gonna what their subjects gonna be, and she asks one kid. Uh, whatever, and then she asks this kid, and he says, "Me and my daddy gonna show how venison tastes better if you get a good, clean headshot." That is not science. Not what science the fuck are you talking about? Uh, and also, is your science project gonna be you shooting a deer in the head? Yeah, like no, in the classroom, like multiple deer. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. gotta shoot one clean, and then you gotta shoot yeah. one in the chest you need or a something. Control group. Really? <laughs> She's and fucking Miss Coons is like, mm, excellent. Okay. That's a great, yeah, great, great oh, subject. Good. Uh, and she asks Caleb, Caleb, I want to do weather. Uh, and she's like, well, that's a little vague. Yeah. And he's like, bad weather. And she's like, perfect. That'll work. Whatever. Like, just fine. Don't narrow it down any more than that. I love it. 
Uh huh. So we eventually see Caleb, and we figure out Caleb's gonna do uh, a rule uh, for the science fair is that you, you have to have you can't buy shit. It's got to be stuff like you find in the house, which household seems projects. Crazy to me. That's, that's the, I get the logic of it, but it's like just put a cap. Up, it'd be like ten bucks is the most you can spend. Like for whatever. Sure. Like that's what actual teachers that I think do. Right. But like just shit around your house. Like yeah, not a lot of people have science shit around their yeah. house. That's just the thing. Also, his so he we find out he wants to do tornadoes. Yeah. And he he's wants trying to, like, to make. A tornado. He's trying to make a tornado by just putting mud in a blender because he's yeah. a fucking idiot. He doesn't know how tornadoes work. And at all. he's such a fucking like I I like you know I love that accent on him and it's really sort of endearing. But it and, really like, is. the southernness of it at times is so heavy. Well, because he says this dang thing ain't worth a dang. <laughs> I'm trying to make a tornado, but this dang thing ain't worth a dang. That's, so That's too many dangs in one sentence. He's man. on a porch messing with a blender, <laughs> trying to <laughs> make mud into a tornado, and then. Gary Cole shows up, goes, hey, bud, what's wrong? Hey, baby, what's wrong? And he's like, ah, this dang thing ain't worth the dang. He's like, all right, well, I'll tell you how to make a cool tornado. You go buy some plywood and some plexiglass and a little motor. And then he's like, ah, we're not allowed to, can't do that. And this is against the rules. And then then the doctor shows up and is like, Caleb, you want to read a fun book? About tornadoes, and Caleb's like, nah. Yeah, like, nah, I'm not gonna, I ain't reading books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's like, that should be like what you should do in a science project is like read the book because it's laying around the house. But right. he's torn. Do I go yeah. with the easy route that the devil's and then the devil's like, here's some with. money to go right, buy the right, stuff. Right. I told you, he's like, oh, but that's against the rules. That would be cheating. Right. So that's Caleb's moral dilemma. For There's this an episode. awesome Gary Cole line, particularly knowing from the previous episode, we found out that Matt's uh, family is been killed when yeah. he was drunk driving. Gary Cole's like, oh, you can't make a tornado in that thing when he's fucking with the blender. Yeah, he's yeah. like, only thing that thing's gonna be good for is if you're trying to make Dr. Matt a frozen daiquiri. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, that was, like, cold. That's and, like, very cold. Yeah. It's Gary Cole. <laughs> but I really like it. Um, and then he goes, what's a daiquiri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid, I'm like, every episode, I just love this kid more. Like, sure. his stupid fucking accent. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah, breaks yeah. my heart. Like, yeah. this little kid, he's got such a toe head, you know? Oh, for He's so sure. just dumb looking. And I just like, every time I was, and then, like, when he gets real happy in the show and he smiles, I'm like, this is a little baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's pretty adorable. Uh, Gary Cole goes back to the guy who owns the junkyard and tells him, I'm a little upset that you didn't uh, get, sign a paper and give me your daughter, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you can make it up to me. I got a friend coming into town on the oh, 830 well, actually, bus. No, no, his, the wife first. Oh, okay, right. So the wife midnight, falls. Midnight oh. comes and goes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Midnight comes and goes. Or, like, it's almost midnight, and, and he Carter is, like, sweating over signing this paper. And then he goes down to the basement, and his wife is there. She's, like, doing laundry. And uh, then she goes to... And then it hits, hits midnight, and then she goes to switch the light, and then uh, she, she gets, gets electrocuted. electrocuted. Electrocuted in a very cartoon fashion. Like, yeah, yeah. She is flown, like, thrown yeah. across the room, mm-hmm. smashes through, like, a, a shelf. Yeah. So then Carter goes outside to, the, like, check the circuits because the, the, the power's gone right. out. And then... And Gary Cole calls us there. Uh, he's the best. He's just standing by the circuits. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, hey, what's up? What happened? And then... I thought you were going to sign those papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you were going to sign those papers. It's midnight, buddy. And then he's like, ah, I'm not going to do that, blah, blah. And and then, he's like, no, I need to help my wife. And then she and the girl goes, oh, no, she'll be fine. All she's got is a... a hairline fracture Hairline fracture in the ankle. She dislocated her hip and took a shock to the heart. She'll be fine. This is, like, three minutes after she's been electrocuted. Right. He has definitely not been right. in the house. So then they go to the hospital. Turns out everything Gary Cole said was right on. Dr. Yeah. Matt says, Terry Lynn Fracture is shocked to the heart, but you got a strong heart. You're good. And then uh, then Carter, Carter goes like, damn that buck. Yeah. And then Dr. Matt's like, mm, huh? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, never oh, mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no. No, tell people. Someone yeah, needs to know you, that you a, have. Tell people. Also, Dr. Matt, why aren't you like, no, tell me. I'm already very suspicious of this <laughs> man. Dr. Matt yeah, doesn't yeah. pursue it at all. No, he really is very lackluster yeah. in his pursuit of the devil. Um he eventually sees Car- Carter. Is eventually told by Cole, by uh, by Buck, look, you can make it up to me. Mm-hmm. I have a friend coming into town on the eight thirty bus or whatever. Yeah. Go pick him up. He goes to pick him up, and he is the creepiest looking so human being. He's he so is scary. terrifying. He's like prison ripped. Oh like, yeah, which but like old prison ripped old too. Prison so he's ripped. like, like that old, like like um what is it like. Like Jack Lalane, like you know how like a yeah. like a boxer in the twenties looked kind yeah. of flat, but yeah, just yeah. you can tell he's just like, like, not, a, like a like all solid. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not like cut, 
but just like just a side of beef of a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks got, like like, like stringy beef. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, like that's chewy. It looks. He looks chewy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He Ugh. looks chewy. He's got he's got that southern like tiny ponytail. Yeah, where his hair's pulled back and he's got like a three inch ponytail yeah. in the back. It's real weird looking. Very gross. That other thing that men seem to do in the South more so in the fifties, but like there's a holdover in this town, which is that I think they buy shirts a size and a half too small. Cause yeah. and it's like, it won't, but it's open. It's like unbuttoned, yeah, it's unbuttoned halfway, halfway, but in the way that it wouldn't button if you right, wanted right, right. to, like it just won't fit. Yeah. Um, we find he out has that an he, earring. He's got a big, oh, a has, big hoop earring and like a spider web. He's got a tattoo. tattoo on his forearm of a spider and a spider web. And when we first see him, we pan up like we start at the ground and then we we come up and it stops on his like midsection because his arm is bent and you can see the tattoo, tattoo and it stops for a couple seconds and it's like you guys saw that tattoo. You see the tattoo? See it? Okay, all right. All right face <laughs> it's like yeah, we fucking saw the tattoo. tattoo. Man. Took us two seconds. Yeah. Uh, we reveal that he just got out of jail, and he is, he used to live in this house. He's old, he knows the, he used the to Carter, own, the He actually used to own the junkyard, and then he, when he went to jail, Carter took over, because Carter was like his apprentice, basically. Right. Um, and his name, can we say his fucking name? Please do, because I don't remember what it was. Oh, it's so weird. Did I not watch it? It's Wash, first of all. His name is Wash. Yeah, yeah. Wash Sutpen. Sutpen, but that's the song. Mr. Sutpen lost his head. Mr. Sutpen saw him in bed. Mr. Sutpen lost his life. What kind of a name is Wash? Wash Sutpen. There's a guy in the next it's episode. The there's a guy in the upcoming episode named Hack Weller. I don't know. They really um, had fun with these names. They really did. Uh, I feel like they, there's like a southern name generator <laughs> on the internet <laughs> yeah. that they just used. Um, he went to jail. He tells the daughter, like, Penny's there. The, Poppy. Poppy. Yeah. Poppy. You're right, mm-hmm. Poppy. Who is supposed to be 15. Who is clearly being played by an actress who's older than 15. Yeah. But she is pretty good at playing little girl, which makes it a thousand percent it's creepier. Awful. It's, it's awful. It's like so uncomfortable. 15-year-old girls. I can... this. I know that the girl playing her was 18, right? Pretty, you just right? know that yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's just, how movies work. Exactly. But she is believably 15. Sure. Like, like she looks like I she could, could be. See it, she, yeah. could, she could and, be 15. And she's like. But she's almost playing nine. She's playing a nine. It's real creepy. It's very creepy. She acts. She doesn't act like a 15 year old. No. She acts like maybe a, like an 11 year old. But like an overly sexualized 11 yes. year old. Which it's is very, very Lolita. And yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. it. I yeah, hate it's it very a lot. Uncomfortable. Because like. The thing is, is you could, I understand that the the premise of the story basically is that she is in erotic danger at all times. Like, yeah, the yeah, sheriff yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, steal yeah. her and do something terrible with her. Right. This guy, Wash, shows up. Immediately, he kind of starts um, being but, very, very creepy. Immediately. 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 He tells her at one point that he bought, he made her a present, which we don't see what it is. Like, he, right. oh, that's not true. He, no, no, I, that's, I, that's I made you a present while I was in jail. He opens it. She opens it up. It's a toy train. It's like a wooden, a wooden toy, toy train. toy train that... And I don't want to put gender roles on things, and boys can have dolls, and girls can have fucking skateboards. But this is Trinity, South Carolina. But 15-year-old girls don't want to play with toy trains. No. That's fucking stupid. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're quite a bit older than I remember. I remember, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but no, here's the thing. you here's still know what f- how to add numbers. Also, I will say this. There's no way he could remember her. He says he was in jail for 17 years. I wrote this down to She's me. fucking 15. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. He could have heard. Just, he could have heard. Poor that's really bad because he could have heard about her being born, sure. but he wouldn't have made her a toy. Yeah, and he also wouldn't remember her. Exactly. He's like, oh, I don't remember you being so right, big. Right, right. And he does really like a elevator eyes. Oh, I don't remember you. Oh, sure got he grown. Um, it's immediately, bad. they get in a the car to le- to drive. They're like it's immediately a hands truck, on her knee, up, hand on the thigh, slide up the skirt, and it's like a pickup truck situation that all three of them are sitting next to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, and she's like, "Oh, yeah." I've, she's like, "What's I've, this feeling?" I've, yeah, 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 yeah. Butterflies or whatever. Ugh. It's incredibly uncomfortable. And I'm like, it and is it, absolutely impossible that nobody more attractive than this man has hit on you in the past. You know what I mean? It's like she's clearly like a teenager that people feel very comfortable sexualizing. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys at school have done. You have to have done that. Yeah. The show is very comfortable the sexualizing show is very this girl. Good. That's the thing. Is like you could show other people sexualizing the girl without 
participating in, in it, it visually. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they do. They're like, yeah, you like this? How about here's an here's a like we'll start at the feet right, and we'll right. go we'll up, real, up real, real slow. Don't how, do that, man. Just show about, me that he's touching her and I get that he's sexualizing her. How about the five minute scene of her eating popsicles? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I was like, I'm watching it in bed. My girlfriend's there, like I'm watching on my laptop. Yeah. She's not really watching. Yeah, she's, she's just, just sort of half asleep mm-hmm. on her like on her phone taking a nap. Yeah. I'm watching it in the middle of the afternoon. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. I, I make this ridiculous noise. <laughs> and she's like, what's happening over there? And she looks over, and it's literally just a close-up of her mouth. Wait, wait, and can we he's... set it? We got to set it up. We got to set it up. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Wash comes to the house. The stay. Immediately, the mom, who is like laid up with her, her foot up because her yeah, ankle's yeah, yeah. broken, she's like, I don't want this guy in, in my house. house. We right. find out that Wash went to jail for shooting a man who he thought was messing with his teenage he daughter, thought was re- but was it was the wrong man. The wrong man. Right. And then the sheriff implies that the man who was actually messing was with the daughter Carter. was Carter. Ooh. And earlier on, when Buck had come to the house, mm-hmm. the mother had said, oh, we'll do anything you want to, to yeah, Buck. Yeah, yeah. We still should appreciate what you did in the like with right. Carter and that girl yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not convinced Carter wasn't the one fucking that. No, I think it's. I think he's supposed to be. And but the weird thing is, Wash hears him be like, "Oh, turns out it was the wrong man, though, right?" And then Wash just like doesn't really say anything. Doesn't care. It's yeah, like yeah, he yeah. doesn't seem to care that he shot the wrong guy and that the wrong guy is and that the right guy is Carter. Like he kind of seems to have let it go, which is. Just it's odd. also this is revealed at a dinner that they're all having dinner and Poppy is there too. And Poppy goes and says, "Can I ask you a question?" And he's like, "Sure." She goes, "What's it like to kill a man?" That's. <laughs> Uh, and, and rightfully, people are like, "Whoa, yeah. Poppy!" Like, hey, buddy, like, no, maybe come on. don't. This, yeah. That was dinner conversation. Yeah, ask about the bus ride. You're that's 15, like, yeah, you yeah. know this. You know that's inappropriate. You're not, you're not but a She's like a child. She acts like a ch- very small child. Um, to the point where, like, she's playing with that toy. She genuinely starts playing like, with the train. It's to- it's got a string. It she's, that- yeah. It's, it's and then, so okay. fucking creepy. Here's then at night she's in a fucking nightdress, sure. and then uh, she goes to like his. She's room playing with the train, and the then she, yeah, she got it in the hallway she like a ghost. She just walks open. past him very like conspicuously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, me with my train, yeah, yeah. and then he's like, "Hey, you like that train, baby?" And then she's <laughs> so like, creepy. "She's like, yeah, it's cool." <laughs> Such a weird thing. But then also... Then then he goes, did you find the the secret? secret. She goes, what secret? And he turns... he, He puts his hand on hers, turns it over... There's a little secret compartment in the train. In the train, and uh, he like he's, you know moves a little piece aside, and then and then she's like, mm, haha, ooh, secret. And then oh, it's like, oh, the what's even weirder about that is she says, "What's that for?" And, and he, he said, "No, no." He he says something. What's he goes, he, he goes, "You know what it's for." And then that's it. And I'm watching the show. I have no idea what it's for. I'm guessing it's for hiding things. Yeah. But it was such a like innuendo heavy delivery right. that I don't. I just like was so confused. To put it in perspective, the compartment is about the size of a quarter. Yeah, it's about the it's diameter a, of a quarter and maybe, maybe like half an inch. Half deep. an inch quarter. You could deep. maybe put a little bit of weed in. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. it. For but certain. he goes, you know what it's for? I don't. I don't know it what was, the fuck it, you're talking it was about. So weird. So the next day, she leaves. That's the end of the, that's that's the, end. That's so the father is like in the hallway at one point going, hey, what the hell is going yeah, on hey, here? Wait, wait. Get back to your room Hey, you can get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of gives oh, an ugly look Oh, by the way, the also during the dinner where Poppy's like, what's it like to kill a man? Nobody is concerned that she's asking that question. And also, nobody it's stops like, him from telling her. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't feel like, bad oh, or I good. Sh- I, I shot a guy. They would have had to do to protect my family or whatever. Yeah, and then she's like, I think you're a hero for protecting your daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. like, idiot? Well, she's just turned on and she's just, turned on by the fact that he shot a guy yeah, yeah. it's well, real creepy okay they're eating ribs yeah, yeah, yeah at the thing did you catch this did you okay the mom is eating they're all eating right they're eating ribs and yeah. she goes then there's a weird shot where it's a low angle and in the foreground we see like a plate that's covered with like a metal um you know those like hood things i forget what they're called yeah yeah like the silver dome like the, the silver dome thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then she she lifts it off right. and she goes this is Apropos of nothing. Right. Like, they're in the middle of the conversation about how he killed a man. Yeah. And she lifts the dome off, and there's, like, a weird mound of, like, white stuff, and it's out of focus. She's in focus in the background. Right. So you can't really tell it. And she goes, hey, it's a pig picking cake. 
And then she <laughs> yeah, yeah. puts the hood back on and she goes or she goes, uh, remember Mrs. Mrs. Whoever, whoever yeah. used to used to make that, remember? Well she's dead now. And then she puts the hood back on and then the conversation just continues as if she hadn't said that. And it took me uh, I watched it again because I was like, What the fuck was that? Like that that had to have been a that's a Chekhov's gun, right? We're yeah, gonna, yeah, come pick, 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 gonna come back to pig picking cake. Fucking didn't. No, it certainly did not. And also, I, it, I also was like, Google. "What the fuck is a pig picking cake?" I think it's like the, I'm Googling the, it right now. it's the gristle that you take out of your mouth and the bones. I think that's. I don't think so. Pig picking cake. What is pig picking cake and where did it come from? Uh, Eater dot com. Pig picking cake. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to see what it says. Is there pork inside? No, no, no. However, what the fuck. Yeah. Uh, so it's an actual pig cake. Pig picking cake is a traditional southern dessert that is often eaten at barbecues, picnics, or other communal gatherings. A vanilla cake batter is usually tossed with segments of mandarin orange, which help keep the cake moist and adds sweet citrus flavor. Once baked, the cake is traditionally topped with whipped frosting that includes chunks of pineapple and its juice. Okay, so it really has nothing to do with the story. It has nothing to do with anything. I think it's just a little touch of, like, southern realism for people. As if it's not realistic enough that they're already just, like, eating ribs in a living room, you know, and talking (laughs) about how he shot a guy for touching his daughter. All right, so let's get to the popsicles. It's fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So So he's sitting on a bench The next day, he's, like, doing garden work. Right, no shirt. No shirt. Old muscles. Old Old fucking, like, leathery. Yes, leathery. That's the word I was like, just straps of leather. His body is made of various straps of leather. Uh, she comes out with two popsicles in a in a little white dress yeah, yeah, yeah. and barefoot, and she's like, I brought you a popsicle. She gives him a popsicle. They go sit down on a like a porch swing together. Yeah, yeah. And he starts she, starts... she actually, for like 10 seconds, she acts like a normal teenager. Like, she starts talking to him, just blabbing about popsicles and yeah, how her yeah, friend yeah. Lori likes this kind Not of popsicle. popsicle and yeah. he's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he basically is like... Shut your mouth. <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, this is... Uh, starts to t- like, this is what teenagers are actually like. The creepiest seduction talk of like... No, the best is you have to sit. And yeah, not he goes sit move. still, sit and you'll still, feel the feel breeze you. on your body. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and it's like two minutes, and then he's like, "Close your eyes, yeah, open close your eyes, and open your, your mouth. mouth." And I was like, "That was the point where uh, I made the same so noise because yeah. I was like, I was alone in my house, yeah. and my cat was like, the fuck is going on?' Because I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable." Mm. And so if they, she like leans her head, she back, closes her eyes, and opens, puts her mouth. Her, opens her mouth, and he. Puts a popsicle tip. No, actually, what he does is well, he first starts holding it over her mouth and letting it drip onto her fucking. And it just looks, and then they cut like you were saying to a close up of her mouth. Whereas before it had been a two shot, so it was creepy, but we could see everything that was going on. Then we literally just get a close up where all you see is her. You don't even see her eyes. You see her open mouth and popsicle juice dripping into it, and her kind of sticking her tongue out a little bit and going and giggling. It's so. I literally have a note where I wrote here that just says, "Okay, CBS, we get it. You want me to fuck this fifteen year old? Like it's the. I don't understand how that got on television. It's." It's like you said, we can show that she is in danger from this pervert by having And the that she's excited by it. Yeah, yeah. We can show all of those things without having the show itself be excited right. about it. We that can see other people want to fuck her, react. but don't yeah, try yeah, and yeah. make the audience make also want that. Make me want to fuck her. It's so uncomfortable. It's very bad. And they push it. And oh, that, it's a two and a half minute scene. They cut it's back to so that close up. long. It's not like, ooh, did that even happen? They're like, oh yeah, it happened. You want some more? She licks yeah, the popsicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She licks the popsicle oh, and insane. takes it in her mouth. It's so... It's fucking crazy. Like, I thought the show was over the top in certain ways before. Sure, it's this super is, over This top. is the toppest uh, it's ever every, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, we eventually see her again. She goes to go for a little swim. in the. It's a cool off in, in that hot In all summer, of her clothes, I guess. In all of her dress sure. or whatever she's wearing. Uh, this she gets is in the water. This is what's crazy. So she walks to the water. This is where we get the pan up from the uh, feet. Yeah, legs, yeah, yeah. legs, 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 yeah. ass, 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 yeah, yeah. tits, tits, ass, tits, face, face, face. All right, okay, we get it, guys. Like, she's about to get wet. We get it. She's wet. We get it. But here's where my here's where I have an issue, and it's not even with the sexual part of it, which like, is obviously... It's the gross. logic of him... Fucking nice. So she... It's a long walk. We, we, we follow her down the shore... Out into the lake. She walks into the lake. lake. She kind of floats there's a little a, bit. There's a beach. She floats. She, like, puts her head under the water and comes yeah. up. And, like, not all the way, but just, like, her hair. She gets right, her right. hair wet. She stands back up. There's a pause. And then Wash Septum, or whatever the fuck his name is, 
shoots up out of the water like Jason fucking Voorhees. Yeah. And he's like, ah! Like, he literally, like, growls at her. He does her. yell, ah! <laughs> and his hair is loose, and it's, like, all oh, wet so. over his face. He but looks like a Loch Ness kind of fucking monster. too, because he's older. It's, yeah. He's entirely terrible. He he's is very scary. my nightmare. Like, if you are, like, you're all, you're like, you're on a road trip through the South, your car breaks down, and he's the guy who finds you and is definitely going to rape and eat you. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. a terrifying looking person. He, 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 his hand is so big, and you're like, oh, he could just put his hand on your neck and just crush. crush. Yeah, you can see he can just like crush walnuts. With yeah, his hand. yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. got those sort of muscles in his hand that you shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he pops up, screams. She's like, "Oh, you scared me!" And they are full on. They start like sexy not, roughhousing. Yeah, full on sexy roughhousing yeah. to the point where like when the father so there's like, no there's no splashing. No, it no, just no. immediately it's he grabs her and, and like they nuzzle and yeah. nuzzling. Yeah, nuzzling. Yeah, it's just nuzzling. Uh, the to the point where the father. When the father's like shows up, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, which he should. Yeah. Uh, she when she looks up, she just has her head in like the nape of his neck. Yeah, it is. He's full on holding her in yeah. his arms like a bride being yeah. carried. You know. Uh, the father throws like, "You get in the house, girl." He goes to attack the guy. The guy's like, "We were just swimming," and fights him off yeah. real easy. Um, because he has all the strength. Of a hundred men. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's had a hard life of driving steel and laying been, track or yeah, whatever the fuck he's been doing. he's been chopping wood for 17 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I feel like he just, like, he owns that junkyard because he can actually just crush cars with his yeah. hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, what he used to do. Meanwhile, the rest of the, the other part of the storyline is the science fair. Right. It is so, like... Cutting back to the most wholesome... <laughs> wholesome. Yeah, he's... It's he's, the most wholesome thing that's ever happened to Caleb. Oh, like, by Like, in the run of this series. In his life! Before the series started, his life was taking care of a mentally challenged girl but I guess he was and a drunk too. dad. Yeah, and also like, going to school, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. crazy that he even fucking did that because, you know. No, he should be setting fire or something. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. should just be a, a, a fucking serial killer in the making. Right. Uh, he has taken the money from, uh, from Lucas, from Buck. He's made this, uh, admittedly, Quite cool fucking tornado cool. fucking yeah. chamber. It's like a, a plexiglass box with this thing, and he turns it on and makes a fucking tornado. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's very nice. Um, but he doesn't understand why it works. He doesn't works. know how it works at all. And he just knows that it works. then, so the the dilemma is uh, Buck being like, doesn't matter why it works, it matters that you're cool, and everyone's going to think <laughs> like, you're cool. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Dr. Yeah. Matt is like, you well, should, read you should read it the book and, and find learn. out how. That's how what separates the boys from the men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really, but sure. Like, yeah, not at all. Uh, we are shown a uh, the, the actual science fair. His, we don't see any of the other kid. The, we don't see dead deer, unfortunately. Yeah. We just see him. He does the thing, and then he kind of looks over at Buck, and he looks around, and he sees the other projects, and then he's, he just goes, you know what? This isn't right. Yeah. Um, and this is after everybody's like, ooh, cool ooh, tornado this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's, yeah, like, everyone's into awesome. It, and he's like, ooh, attention. And then he's like, oh, but oh, I feel my conscience. Feel yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, you know, he admits that he bought the stuff, and... Blah blah blah, and he's like, I'm, I'm uh, disqualifying, disqualifying myself, myself from, from, the from the contest. But whatever. then he's like, I'm still going to talk about tornadoes well, for a well, while because he Doctor Matt, the book. yeah, tells yeah. him, why don't you tell him about Bugliosi's Bernoulli's principle, whatever it is. I didn't, I don't know words. Um, which he then does quite well. Quite he's well. like, uh, oh, that means the air pressure on the inside is blowing yeah. the outside. Blowing. And he has that. And like at the end, nothing better applause. than a tiny southern boy talking about tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of great. That's why when tornadoes come, you got to open your windows. <laughs> windows I'm like, like, I love Matt, you. blow your house out from the inside. Be out. my son. Yeah. <laughs> he he does like quite well. Everyone impl- he gets all the the like attention and uh, yeah. what he would have gotten anyway. Buck is furious. Buck is so pissed. Um, and that's going to be a theme yeah. for the rest of the fucking time of the show, which I really like because, like in in the next in the next episode of this, yeah, and yeah, in, yeah. you we'll know, a couple it. episodes later, he talks about free will and yeah, how like, yeah, yeah. he's like nobody does anything. I don't ever make anybody do anything. They, they just do what they want to do. They wanted to do it anyway. Yeah, I just kind of help them out. Is right. his message? And like that actually has been pretty solid. The series throughout. Through, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't actually lie. He, he, he lie. never he is like I didn't kill that girl. He's just like I don't know. Yeah, he, yeah, he, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. he lies by omission, but he doesn't right. lie. Lie a lot of the time, he doesn't even seem to try to defend himself. No, and he or try to hide the fact that right. he's got magical powers. He certainly like f- kind of blackmails people into doing stuff, but they do have a choice always. Yeah, for and sure. it's always like I mean, the choice because is always it's like never this or your it's never life. like do it or I'm gonna shoot you in the head. It's like do it or you'll be embarrassed socially, or yeah, like do yeah, it yeah. or people are gonna find out about your stuff, right. or, or do it and or your we'll wife's eye your... will be gone. Yeah, which by the way, we never mentioned in the end of that episode. After the hearing, um, the 
Buck goes to the anesthesiologist and says, I don't blame you for anything you did in there. Yeah. Uh, I'll never hold that against you. It's not your fault. Yeah. And the wife's eye magically heals back yeah. up and is fine again. So, like, he's not all bad. He's not all bad. <laughs> no, he's 100% all bad. He's, he's very, like, you held up your end of the bargain. It didn't work out, but not because of anything you did. Right. Like, so he does... Oh, uphold his, his end bar- of the bargain, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like he's, you can trust yeah. him if he says like a thing he's going to do it. Yeah, it's like it's if it's you know the deal with the devil. Yeah, yeah. it's still a deal. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the far to the the junkyard, and the Carter is like now just like in the hallway with a shotgun, sweating. Yeah. he keeps like going to the he door. Keeps imagining, there? Like he keeps hearing, imagining her giggling, and kind of sex yeah, yeah. noises. Um. Eventually, he, he's positive he hears it's some It's very Night of the Hunter. There's a shot oh, where I'm like, this is Night of the Hunter. He's literally sitting in the hallway with a rocking chair and a shotgun on his lap. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, Kelly, yeah. oh, there's such a good shot where he's, uh, it's, that scene starts with him in bed and he's just like kind of sweating. Wedding. You yeah, know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's awake. His wife is asleep next to him. Ceiling fan and moving yes, real slow. we're yeah, above yeah, the yeah, ceiling yeah, fan yeah, yeah. and it's moving real slow and we do this nice little like curve over as he goes out the door and I was like, oh, this shot is so good. Really I love good. ceiling fan shots. Yeah, so then he's like, oh, gets a shotgun ready. Um, he hears all this stuff. He kicks open the door. There's the. Uh, he thinks he sees the girl. Well, on there's the, bed. the girl in the bed and the guy. They're there. That's they're what's there. interesting. Yeah. He see like from what we see, they're there. Yes, we see his point of view. Right, and we see that. So yeah. He fucking blasts him. He blasts the guy. Uh once the gunshot goes off, reality kicks in, yeah. and it's not the guy. He's in his room. Yeah. The guy like pokes his head out of the room, like, "Hey, what's going on out here?" Or whatever. Right. The wife is in like next to her dead. He's killed yeah, the wife. He shot his wife. Much the way that supposedly the story went the last time. Yeah. This guy. He's going to jail now because he just shot his wife. Right. Um, Poppy's going, who the fuck knows Poppy, where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's the thing. I don't know, like, some okay, so, fuck sanitarium no, somewhere no, 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 where she's is, just going to be a, no, a this sexy is what happened. mental okay. patient. No, but this happens then is is there's a guy, there's a guy named TJ who is, is uh, has been Carter's apprentice. Who right? has been Carter's apprentice. There's a whole other subplot that we have missed out with the cousin. Um who the, finds the car in the oh, yeah. in the junkyard? But who even cares? It's so boring. <laughs> it's boring. But yeah, but she's, we'll she's finding more stuff, stuff out about, about her, her dead parents. Her dead she's parents. still investigating her parents' death. Right. And uh, Carter was like, "I remember you because I put people with cars." Yeah. And uh, I remember your parents, and this was they their car. They brought in their car, yeah. and she finds like a uh, a key, a key, a key like on a, a chain key on a that chain. she remembers her mom giving her right. right before they got pulled over one time by yeah. Sheriff Buck while driving. Her mom was like, "Hide this." this yeah. So that, that so there's clearly some that, shit yeah. going on, but yeah. I mean that is kind of important storyline yes. wise because obviously that shows there's some shady shit going on between her, between the parents and Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he shoots the wife. There's so TJ is the apprentice, right? Uh, uh, fucking. He's I guess stands to inherit well, the scrapyard no, or something. Not so much. He's like I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And Buck tells him, "Oh, you can open your own business, take over the scrapyard." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I don't have the money for that." And he goes, "Oh, well, you know what? Trinity, Trinity needs a Mr. Fix It, and yeah. uh, a low interest loan might be arranged if you're going to stay in town." And no, and what he says role. is a low interest loan could be arranged if you're uh, uh, willing, willing to, to like pay the market pay price. Pay the price something. of it, and then we cut to Poppy. Yeah. And apparently somehow he's going to inherit Poppy. Yeah. That's real Apparently weird. now somehow he is in charge of Poppy, Poppy. and he's going to give Poppy, Poppy to, to the sheriff. Right. Which is what, he what he wanted, wanted the whole, Right. And then it, you know, so the sheriff gets what he wants, but like why... I, I was very confused then because I was like, did I is TJ her brother? Like, did I they miss know, that? No, I don't think so. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he does live They there. kind of act like that somehow, he's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that uh, he's now in charge of her, which doesn't also, make any sense. a fucking boarding house lady got custody I guess of Caleb, so whatever. she's just gonna so join whatever. the boarding like, house and, like, fuck Caleb when he turns 12. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. Um, And then we get... The, so he... Uh, TJ signs the deal with the devil. He shakes his hand. I've always wanted to own my own business. Yeah, yeah. Clearly he's gonna give Poppy over. Uh, we see a shot of Wash walking down a dirt road away from the house. He's just leaving. Yeah. He but just then goes. he... No, no. He's leaving and then he disappears. Has he been he's a like, ghost this whole time? I think maybe because he does legit walking walking he walking fades away fade disappear I, I that might have been a stylistic choice you know but that doesn't make any sense in a show that's supernatural yes that you could have You're those right. yeah you can't do that right. shit because i'm gotta i gotta follow the laws of this universe exactly. that we're in and which in that, is like there is only one other character ghost. who fades in yeah. and out and it's she's a goddamn a ghost. ghost yeah um so that was just that i was like that happened and i was like what it uh, it almost because like as uncomfortable as this episode is, yeah. it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so good. Uh, and that ghost choice to me was like so out of left field right. and unnecessary. Yeah. 
Buck the whole has thing was believable. a fucking yeah. The whole thing was believable. Buck has connections to weird, evil, creepy guys. He got this guy out of jail, jail to it's, do. Yeah, it's yeah. believable that he could have been like, "I'll oh, get you out of jail. I just need you, you to try I need and you to come here teenager. and try to." Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Two episodes. So we're at episode four, and I'm telling you, I'm fucking hooked on this show, man. I'm into it. I really wish they would stop with the fucking cutaways and the what do you call it, solarizing? The solarized. Yeah. I really wish because it, really it takes me out of the show. Yeah, because every they time get into because um, old horror doesn't have that. Yeah. Old horror has no. That's a strictly ninety like early nineties nice, TV. Because thing. in old horror, you'll have a, a build up and then you'll have a smash cut, yeah. and maybe it'll be one shot that lasts for like a quarter of a second yeah, yeah. of something horrifying, and then it'll cut back to the. Person and reacting right, and then right, you right. as the audience member like fuck oh. for a second yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not long enough that you can see that you know the the bones are made of plaster you, know, you can't really see right, it. right right but with this show they do like they sort of do the slow campy like old horror style build up and then they'll do a shitty montage yeah yeah it's a yeah bad, of, bad montage. Of, a, of a house that's sideways and then yes. his eyes and mm. a bird and it's always the same it's always, it's always the same house, it's always the same shot eyes, of bird, Gary Cole's fire. eyes yeah, yeah yeah and then instead of just cutting out of the montage they fade out of it with some flames yeah just yeah, yeah throw yeah. some <laughs> flames on there for a transition <laughs> don't it's so you might as well star wipe out of every shot yeah. like it's really terrible uh, anything to plug? Um, no, I'll think of it by the end of next episode, though. For sure, no worries. Uh, again, I will be at Portland for Bridgetown and then Denver for Crom. That's the first week of June. So hopefully if you're around, I'll see you there. I am... Uh, there's something else. I'm going to be in L.A. for something in the middle of June. Whatever. Right. So that's coming up. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, please. It helps us. We're trying to move into the point we're doing this for a year. I'm trying to build a media empire. My name's Lucius Lyon. You watch <laughs> Empire, by the way? It's great. I really wish it had gotten canceled so I could talk about it, but I can't. Uh, that being said, uh, stick around. We'll be back next week. More American Gothic. Have a good one. <laughs>